it's called the journey onwards but it's gone through its journey because i've kind of been refining it along the way right and and where it's got to now um i think it's been able to tie in a lot more with who i am because i'm i'm not an immigrant myself but i'm the child of immigrants but i'm also in this third culture space right these these third culture individuals hello and welcome to expulsion at 50 my name is Dolly Vasani. In this episode, Anand Datani, a third culture individual, speaks about his own journey as a podcaster. He also shares some feedback on this series. Hope you enjoy listening to our conversation. I, I was born in London uh, and like I think many sort of Indians of my generation and friends that I know, especially from London, my parents were well they're actually both born in Kenya but my dad moved to Uganda when he was very young so I never saw it as anything different or I don't say unique it's, it's not exactly unique but I just thought it was a normal way of knowing things but especially when I moved around the world and either went traveling or on holiday or when I lived in China and then I would say that oh you know my background is Indian but I'm from London but hey my parents are born in East Africa they, they were like what do you mean East Africa how did that happen and he's like, yeah, because, you know, Indians went from India to Africa because Africa was booming. And they're like, oh, OK. Why? How? And, and then I realized, that, oh, OK, it's actually not that it's not that common and it's not that well known that there was this sort of migration from India to Africa and then, well, to UK and other places. So, uh, yeah, I realized it is quite a cool story, quite a, a fascinating background. Yeah. The, the, the story of migration is the, is the reason why Indians ended up in East Africa. So that is always also an interesting um, conversation because that opens the door about colonization. Yeah, and I think it just showed that it's something I didn't really realize, but the, the type of ones that did it were a bit more entrepreneurial, forward-thinking, maybe risk-taking, but just the idea of they saw that there was an opportunity across the seas and either they had the fortunes of the, the money to be able to do it or just this mindset of, I want to create, you know, entrepreneurship is, it's really heavily talked about now, but it's not a new thing, right? It's existed for centuries. And that's a great example that these guys saw that whatever they had in India may have been good, but they want to take risks and try and create something else. And they've seen where resources are very good. So they moved. Yeah, I think Anna, there's two, uh, two types. You know, I think there was, the, of course, the, the indentured laborers, people who were taken from India to various parts of the world to work. And that was like the covert form of slavery because they were indentured. They were kind of legally bound to their, to, to, perf to complete a contract of, of employment. And, you know, there are stories of people going from India to the West Indies or to Fiji yeah. and they spent three months on a boat and they had no clue where they were going. And mm. then there was the second wave, which I think in East Africa was about, you know, they knew somebody who had gone and had started making a living through business. And then the word got around, you know, and this is before the time of internet. And then, you know, single men took, took the risk or if they were married, they left their 
often they left their wives and children behind mm. and they went on the boat, you know, from Gujarat to, to Mombasa. So your relationship to Uganda is through your father's, who for your father was born in Kenya. Yeah. But yeah. he then migrated to Uganda. Yeah, I think when he was eight. Um, and so they went to Jinja, 1950, I think. All right, so let's just hear a little bit about documenting of your parents or your family's story and how that just sort of came about for you? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. And I can't really take all the initial credit because I actually got the idea of a good friend of mine, his brother did it for their family. Uh, and I just thought it was fascinating what he did. What I really liked from it and did the same where it was, I want to know what was childhood like as Indians in Uganda. And then uh, what, what I found really interesting was to know when you came here to the UK in the 70s how was that how did it compare how did your life compare was it what you expected um, you know even some of them chose to come before the expulsion and some of them left because of it what made it difficult how did you integrate because they're all in good positions now so I wanted to kind of explore that whole journey where if these stories don't get shared they get lost and there are some instances where you know people have reached out to me because they've heard it and they've said that oh wow this is really cool actually my Bapuji had this written book of these kind of stories but then you know I've seen one of the books and it's fading and it's just the idea that over time that's going to fade more and could get lost whereas with a podcast which is great it's an audio form it should exist forever and can kind of get passed down and it's it's a lot more you feel that connection because you're not just reading you get to hear the person's voice and their emotion and the way they talk about certain things. And especially when it's topics like childhood memories, experiences, you know, you want to feel that emotion of how did it feel to you know, get stopped at the airport and get searched for your golden jewelry? How did it feel to land in the UK and it's freezing cold and gray and, and different to the paradise? I wanted to create this for the idea that my uh, nephew, my niece, my future children, grandchildren, can at least have some connection to their ancestors. Yeah, and it's interesting, you know, it's when we give the person the platform to speak, you know, that, yeah. that's, a very, that's a very empowering way of, you know, retelling a story. But I think it's also about capturing, and someone mentioned it the other day to say, for them, the podcasts were like memoirs. So Anand, how have the podcasts been received by your family members? And have there been any surprises for you? Told my cousin. And she was saying that of her time, uh, it was very much like not about 
sharing your kind of personal stories and what you've been through right you know it was you celebrate certain wins but you never talk about yourself right it was all about keeping yourself to yourself in that way and then and she was saying in a way of whereas your generation you have the my open-mindedness firstly to question more and to be inquisitive but also to share your life experiences and stories and you know part of that social media right instagram is there facebook is there where people are just sharing aspects of their life but deeper than that it's that we are a bit more inquisitive in a sense of this idea of being a third culture kid what is my true identity where do i fit in in society and then also um what are the values of my parents but also why are they there you know why do we do certain traditions at home um these kind of things exist and so what i think the podcast allowed to do is because i had a i approached it with a genuine interest to find out what they what their life was like it made them feel a lot more comfortable and willing to share those stories so my my cousins they loved it because obviously it's their family and they're like wow i didn't know these stories even one of my cousins she was saying that i didn't know this about my dad and, you know, they probably never would have known about it, but it only comes out when someone is asked. You know, these are not stories that necessarily get brought up at a dinner table like, oh, but, you know, when, when you grow up in a, a paradise and then overnight get told you have, what, 90 days to leave, you can only take $55 with you. That's not a norm. That's not, you know, some people hear that now and be like, wow, that's amazing that you were able to do that and look at you now. They don't see that connection. So that's what I found really fascinating that I didn't even intend to take away from doing these conversations and that's why I was really like wow this is way more than I expected yeah so they loved it but then what really fascinated me was when I spoke to some of my friends who were not even Indian right but then they were saying that wow it's such a great idea it makes me want to investigate my own family background and you know one of them being a Greek Cypriot guy he was saying, yeah, my, my grandma has this fascinating history. One of my Iranian friends was saying that, oh, my dad was left Iran when he was 10, but Iran was a much nicer place to be than the UK, but he came here to learn English, but then he never ended up going back. And so the response was two things. Firstly, them realizing like, wow, my, my family heritage is really interesting, but I don't know as much about it as I would like. And then also for me, it, it showed me that it's not just us lot that have this fascinating story of being, you know, an expulsion. These things all over the world, these kind of different points in history happen and we just don't know about it. We learn about, you know, centuries ago, the Vikings and the Romans, in the UK anyway, right? Vikings, Romans, etc. But we don't learn about, well, 50 years ago, this is what happened. This has directly impacted you and the people in your classroom. How many episodes of Expulsion at 50 you've listened to, uh, Anand? 
what have been some of your takeaways? Yeah, what I like is um, the variation that you have, which is why I think that it will fit in quite well with this 50th anniversary because you, you're diving into some of the stories similar to how I did, but also, you know, one of the episodes with Nima, uh, some of the, the Kalola Hill author, that's really interesting because you're also bringing out other people's contributions. So, you know, she was inspired by the, the whole story of how, like, the, the name Kaloda Hill came about. I think it means lonely or alone or something. I didn't know that, right? And so, so learning about that, but also the fact that this book has been written, you're providing a platform like it's done for me to hear that this book exists. And because I have a natural interest, because it's connected to my family, it's something that I will um, read. And I feel that that is great for other people to have that medium to be able to extract other forms of being able to learn. But yeah, no, I, I like the, the, the fact that all of your guests are quite different. So it's not just someone telling a, a different adaptation of the same story. It's kind of, you know, you spoke to a Belgian lady um, and then, like I said, the Kalola Hill author, and then a few of your early episodes were, were similar stories to the way that my, my, uh, um, family told their stories of, of coming here and, and what they faced through at the airport, etc. So yeah, the variation is is good. It, it's allowed me to see the same story, you know, see the same event from different angles, especially, you know, the Belgian lady, that's fascinating to see it from that point of view. So I like that you've done that. There have been so many surprises for me too. Um, I love the fact that you open one door, then another one opens. Um, it's also been a lot of fun. People have really been generous with their time and also shared such personal stories. Anand, can you share with us how your podcast, The Journey Onwards, has been for you? And perhaps explain a little bit more about what the term third culture means. It's called The Journey Onwards, but it's gone through its own way because I've kind of been refining it along the way, right? And, and where it's got to now, um, I think it's been able to tie in a lot more with who I am because I'm... I'm not an immigrant myself, but I'm the child of immigrants, but I'm also in this third culture space, right? These, these third culture individuals where I was born in a culture that's different to what my mom and dad's um, home country culture was. So I, I'm in this position of being able to navigate both. And it comes with its ups, I don't want to say ups and downs, but it comes with two sides of it. So one is that I get the fortune that I can fit into both you know i can be proud of my indian or african indian heritage when i want but i can also be british when i want so i get to play both sides of the field in that way but if i guess if you dig deeper then it's well i i fit into both but am i really all of one i'm i'm neither of either so i i i'm in both but i don't really 
fully fit into either. So I'm in this kind of middle ground of who, who really am I? And that is a common trait shared by third culture kids or third culture individuals. Like I say, it kind of took some evolution and refining just organically that I realized that that's what my real core passion is to speak to people with this same kind of insight to share and just figure out what connects us how do we how do we perceive certain things how do we view our family story so again going right back to the beginning of what i was saying that you know some of my friends who are greek cypriot or other other indians or um iranians um someone from france with their with their backgrounds from algeria etc they all have this different stories that lead to this same sort of existential questions that they probably are faced with that's that's what i'm really really fascinated to explore it's the idea of you're living in this third culture experience which essentially you know kind of like you're saying is this hybrid of the two worlds that you you've grown up in and then through then it will should naturally allow me to learn about these these kind of different historical events you know like like i say my uh my iranian friend who i interviewed who told me about his um dad's kind of past from coming over from iran i i probably would have never known about this unless he told me through being a third culture kid just telling me why he is the way he is so yeah that, that's what's exciting for me it gives me the scope to connect with other people who are who are thinking like me but also just learn about so many moments in 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 our recent history that i would have otherwise never had a exposure to yeah no fascinating fascinating it's also about it resonates with you because that's your identity yeah yeah and that's your authenticity and that from there comes the calling you know So to close, what are your plans moving forward? The, yeah, so it's like the journey onwards, I, I, I think I'm going to make into this umbrella brand because I have other ideas going forward of what I want to do. As a podcast, you know, it's kind of Third Culture Conversations is the podcast um, hosted by me under the journey onwards. But then the journey onwards going forward three years, five years, 10 years, I'm, I'm planning to have it this much bigger brand that covers different elements outside of podcasting i put that song on and then i remember texting my dad and it must have been 2 a.m 3 a.m right so surely he was asleep and, and then I just text him saying hey dad um just to tell you I'm not drunk right but um long story short but I put this song on and it reminds me about when you used to or when you used to play the song when I was younger and I just realized how good the song is right and then so I don't know if you read it must have read it the next day I don't know if you read it and thought wow my son was definitely drunk but he obviously appreciated seeing it uh, and then I remember reading it and thinking 
would I have sent that if I hadn't had a few drinks? I don't know, right? Maybe some of the emotion came out through the alcohol, but it was like that moment always stuck out that, oh, wow, like every time I hear that song now, I think back to when I did that. And so, it, yeah, that's, that's how I chose it. <laughs> okay, lovely, lovely. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. Till next time, be safe and thank you for listening.